Welcome back, everybody, to season three of the globally famous and internationally known Cast Conversations. I'm one of your hosts, Jeremy, and somewhere Phil's here somewhere. I'm over here. Yeah. Oh, I'm right hey, here. Phil, what's up? <laughs> uh, that's fun. The world famous. The world famous. We are. We are somewhat international. We are. We got some. Yeah. Uh, we actually have an international interview coming up on the 22nd. So, mm-hmm. shout out to our uh, friends over the pond, as you said. Um, one of our yep. episodes. So we'll be having back uh, some some of our British friends, which I'm excited about. <laughs> but we uh, we got a pretty big episode for you all today. Um, we don't want to waste too much time uh, blabbering before we get to the the meat of the episode. So we did just want to come back and say, hey, we're back. We got a lot of stuff planned for you. Um, yeah, we had a we had a nice break. Um, we did we were doing a lot of stuff over our break but uh yes. it, it was it was nice to take a pause for a second but i we we were both ready to get back into it once uh after a month or so so yeah, Phil, we texted each other and we were like we were like uh when do you want to start again and i was like uh now and feels like yeah me too <laughs> so we it was it was good to have a little pause and uh not have to worry about uploading or anything but it comes to a point where it's like, I want my routine back. I want to be talking to people. I want to be making episodes. So super happy to be back. And what better way to start it than with Kara Lindsay from the original Broadway cast of Newsies today. Yeah, it was, it was such a great conversation. Um, I wish we could add just a little more time with her. Uh, yeah. but of course, obviously she's a busy person. So yeah. She um, yeah. She was, it was it was a lot of good conversation. Yeah, great to talk to. A a lot of very amazing stuff she told us. So I know you're all gonna love hearing it. We of course are recording this in post after the interview. Uh we interviewed her a few days ago and hopefully it would be awesome to have her on again in the future because we didn't even get a chance to talk about like Wicked that she's been in. She's had such an amazing career and um there's just so much to her story that I know you're all gonna love. So um what do you say? Should we get, just get into it? Yeah, sounds good. All right. Without further ado, we're going to throw it to break. And then uh, you're, you're going to be hearing from uh, Kara Lindsay. So I hope that you all enjoy this episode. We're super excited about season three. And we'll see you all after the break. Bye, everyone. Are you in the need of a water bottle, cooler, tumbler, essentially anything for your water consumption needs, Phil? I mean, actually, I was. I I, I kind of had a smaller water bottle that I would use a lot, uh-huh. but it, I I go through it so fast. So I was like, I need, I need something bigger. Yeah, and especially like with reusing plastic, we want we don't want to like keep using plastic. You want something that you can reuse. So I've got the product for you. It's called Arctic. They have a plethora of sizes to pick from. They've got sixteen ounces, twenty ounces, twenty six ounces. 32 and 36 ounces. They've got so many different ones you can pick from and a one gallon jug. Phil, doesn't that sound amazing? I mean, it does to me. And uh, the uh, ones that they sent us are really nice. Yes. Such high quality. Arctic was awesome enough to send us some to uh, review and look at. We're going to be talking about those more on another episode, but the ones that we got, they it's, it's just so awesome because they're, they're very inexpensive 
and they're built so well. It's $28.95 for a 32-ounce water bottle when a competitor's water bottle might be at like $50. It's, it's very much so overbuilt, not overpriced. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if we look at uh, their, they've got tumblers for your coffee. They have travel mugs. They make grills, tote bags, day coolers, backpack coolers, the chairs, the list goes on and on. So yeah, it's, it's really amazing uh, the amount of stuff they have and very good for all your outdoor needs for exactly. sure. Um, and uh, finally, if you are going to be visiting the parks, which I know a lot of you want to, you need a water bottle. Florida's hot. Check out ArcticOutdoors.com for all of your water bottle consumption needs. If not, you're going to be hurting because you need that water to survive because our bodies are made up <laughs> of like 70% water. And if you don't have it, you're going to be dropping down on Main Street USA. So get that water bottle or else you are going to be hurting in the parks. All right, everyone. All right. And we are back and we are not alone this time. We are joined by the one and only Kara Lindsay. (laughs) Welcome. We're very happy to have you here. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. So newsies for me, I know it's (laughs) <laughs> I, I just wanted to jump right in. Like, I, I'm so excited. <laughs> Newsies for me was like one of the first shows that I remember like just seeing at all. And so this is like a super awesome, like full circle kind of interview that I'm like shaking oh. for. And oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but uh, Phil, do you want to start it out? Yeah. Um, so me, me as well. I, I'm actually, I'm a newer Newsies uh, watcher, but uh, absolutely loved it. Uh-oh. Loved all the music and um, yeah, very excited for this. Yay! Uh, so, uh, kind of just getting a little bit about your background. Uh, when did you know that you wanted to pursue theater? Oh, well, I've always, I, well, not always, um, I was introduced to theater when I was in sixth grade. Um, so, I grew up doing. Um, competition dance um well dance and then I did it competitively and I also grew up doing uh playing sports so um I loved being on a team whether it be dance or sports related and um when I was in sixth grade at Grace Athena Middle School in Rochester New York they needed more um they needed people that could tap uh for uh the production of uh, Pirates of Penzance they needed more tapping cops, and uh, I knew how to tap because <laughs> I was doing competition dance. Um, uh, I love dancing, and a lot of my friends were um, doing the show because it's you know it's it's fun. It's, I went to a public school, and it's all it's all just for funsies, and uh, mm-hmm. they needed more dancers, and um, so they were doing it. And I thought, you know what, I can do it too. I would love to. Um, so I did it and I, I grew to love it from then on. I took my first voice lesson when I was in sixth grade and I realized that I could kind of match pitch and I was like, okay, that's interesting. Um, nobody in my family does theater. So this was like a brand new idea to me. I was familiar with the stage because I had danced, I had been dancing, but, um, this was a whole different realm. Um, so I, I think that's when I was bit by the theater bug uh, <laughs> when I was in school and then uh, pursuing it 
for a living. Uh, when I was in high school and having, you know, to look into colleges and um, thinking about what I want to do with the rest of my life um, or with my life, um, it's such a hard decision when you're 18 years old. Um, but I really love theater and that was what I knew. And that's, um, I would journal about how my passion for it and the way it made me feel. I grew up very shy and, uh, being in theater forced me out of my shelf in a good way. Um, and I really loved that. And my drama teacher said, you know, Carrie, you could probably pursue this for a living if you wanted to. I was like, well, I want to, but is that realistic? Like I, I knew the, um, starving artist phrase and I was like, I don't want to starve. And she's like, well, you know, it's hard, it's competitive, (laughs) but, um, you know, just apply to colleges, see if you get in, if you get into like one of your dream schools, then perhaps you should like consider going further. And I was only not going to pursue it because of fear. Um, I had no idea what else I would do um, or what else I would love. And, you know, at the end of the day, I was like, well, I won't ever know if I don't try. So I wanted to give it a valiant effort and really try because it's my dream. And if it didn't work out, then that was my answer. But I am so glad that I pursued it. And um, I just, I can't imagine my life without um, telling these stories and having, you know, the Newsies experience. And um, yeah, I'm just so grateful for that year. That's (laughs) awesome. And you kind of mentioned uh, a little bit ago, that you had a background in uh, competition dance, and so I, I was I was going to ask if you had to get any extra dance lessons before Newsies because there is quite a lot of dance and a lot of skill uh, in, in that in that musical. Yeah, well, um, I'm glad for my dance background. I went to uh, Performance Plus Studios in Rochester, and they are just so great and. Um, I really just, they pushed me in a great way. And um, I feel like because of that training, I was able to do Newsies because of that. Um, We did have a dance call for the audition, but it wasn't tap. It was um, a jazz number. Mm. Um, And because they were still figuring out what they wanted to do with Catherine in terms of her being a dancer or not or what. So, um, and then once I had already gotten the job, Chris Catelli, who was our choreographer, came up to me at an awards ceremony for kids and said, hey, before we even started, and said, hey, do you tap? And I was like, yeah, I do. I grew up tapping. Um, so they made it a tap number. <laughs> I mean, not because I said I could tap. He had already decided that's what he wanted it to be. But I think he was trying to decide whether or not Catherine would dance in it or not. Sure. Um, so, um, so yeah, I'm really grateful for that competitive training growing up. Um, and then when I went to college, we did continue on with dance training, but it was just much different. Um, it wasn't like, it wasn't as intense. So I, I, it wasn't like what I was used to with performance plus. So, um, I kind of had to, I would like go to the studio for extra hours, like by myself and just like make up my own routines and stuff. And then, um, when I moved to the city, you really had, like, I had to kind of make things happen for myself in terms of like, um, doing dance classes because it was expensive, at, um, 
Broadway Dance Center when you're like just moving to the, the to the city, you don't have a lot of money. So I was <laughs> I would try and um, try and keep up that training as much as I could. But like over the years since I was 18 and went to college, it, it wasn't quite as what I what what I used to be. But um, but it was still there. I mean, it, it really was like riding a bike. You know, I had been sure. dancing since I was five years old. Mm-hmm. So even though I wasn't doing it as intensely from age 18 to 26, I think that's when I, 27 was when I did um, Newsies. Um, I I still had it in me and I was still doing it um, occasionally. Um, So I, I, I felt confident in that then now, no, (laughs) (laughs) Dance is not the thing where I, a mom, had a baby, not keep it up. <laughs> so um, kind of actually going off what Phil was saying with the tap, um, one of my favorite scenes in the whole show is in uh, King of New York when the boys all kind of step to the side and it's your turn. You like kind of dance pretty and then like you <laughs> like throw the skirt up and then you like sh- start like tapping like crazy. Um, uh-huh. How was that adjusting to tapping in like a longer dress like that? Oh man, it was so hard. Jessica, <laughs> our um, our costume designer, who was also the costume designer for Little House on the Prairie that I did a long time ago, um, the tour. That's how I met my husband, Kevin. Oh, that's um, awesome. Yeah. So um, he was the costume designer for that. So I had known him already, and uh, he knew exactly like what was right on my body. So it was really helpful. But then when he did, um, when I got the costume for King of New York, I was like, and it was different than the Broadway or it was different than the uh, paper mill production. So we did, um, an out of town tryout of Newsies and, um, it, uh, the costumes were vamped up a little bit for Broadway. Um, so the costume that I got for King of New York was quite a bit heavier. The material was heavier and I was like, wait, this is like the most that I move in the entire show. And I'm wearing the heavy <laughs> costume for that number. Right, exactly. Um, yeah, but he worked with me and he's so sweet. And he was like, what can we do to make it easier? And I got why he wanted it to look like that. You know, it was a very like uh, masculine uh, version of like um, Catherine's uh, style at that point. Point. And like at that sure. point of the show, you know, she's like proving to the guys that she can keep up. Um, so I, I felt like the the design of that made sense. So we he just he was like, what can we do? So we put a little hook in the belt so that I could like um, have the dress out of the way of my legs a little bit. Um, so it wasn't like I had to hike my skirt all the way over my head. Sure. Um, but yeah, so he worked with me on that. Um, but that that was such a fun... Uh, King of New York eventually was like my favorite part of the show. I say eventually because at first I was like, how am I going to keep up with these guys? They learned it in five seconds <laughs> while I'm like, wait, can I have a few days? Um, <laughs> but like eventually it just was uh, like I could do it in my sleep. And um, 
it was so fun. We had such a blast. We would laugh with each other. I was like, this is like, I get a little taste into what it's like to be a newsie um, for the rest of the show. You know, for all of the, oh, they yeah. do, you know, carrying the banner, season day, all the things. And I got like a tiny taste with King of New York to know what the, that, that camaraderie. And um, I'm, I just, I'm so grateful. I carry that with me all the time. That's so cool. That's awesome. And we we kind of have we had another uh, adaptation question. I guess was it uh, was it a challenge to adjust to the cameras in your face um, when they were recording the show? Oh yeah. Uh, oh well, goodness. so I yeah. <laughs> that had so to be I did crazy. the from yeah. It was crazy, but. It had been it had been a few years since I had done Newsies on Broadway, so I was doing I had done Wicked between then mm-hmm. um, and then the filming. So there had been quite a bit of time, and uh, so I was sort of adjusting back to like what Catherine is was, you know. And so the cameras were just another element of that. It wasn't like as if I was doing Catherine eight times a week, and then suddenly there were a bunch of cameras in my face. Right. So, it was kind of all um, unfamiliar, though stepping into Catherine's shoes and on that stage with the same set, basically the same costumes, the same, a lot of things, it, it did become familiar. Um, with the cameras, it was bizarre. I kind of had to, pre- you know, you have to pretend like they're not there mm-hmm. and just be as truthful as possible because, you know, the, the camera is right in your face. You really yeah. have to be so much more honest than you know i mean and not that you shouldn't be not that you're not honest when you're on stage but it's just it's like a subtle um more real um honest right yeah sure sense Um, yeah yeah definitely and when you're on stage it's still from an authentic place but it's um it can't be too subtle because otherwise people won't understand it or see it Um, Mm -hmm. so you've always like, that is still, that was what I clung to is that it's always from a real place. So even when we're on stage and there aren't cameras, um, but it's just kind of like being, it's like, you know, with the audience, they're several feet away. So Mm -hmm. you know that when you have to talk to somebody that's several feet away, you act differently. When you talk to somebody that's right in your face, you act differently. You know, right. it's just kind of knowing for sure that they don't need to, they don't need me to explain in that way, <laughs> you know? Um, and I, I think also like talking with Jeremy a bit before filming was really helpful because he has a, a you know, a, an extensive film background, which is wonderful. Um, so I could kind of ask him like, what are we going to do differently? And he kind of, he was, he was kind of like, not you know just do it is for the stage so Mm -hmm. do that and then like when they are up close and personal like maybe we'll just you know um we'll talk with the the camera director and see if we need to hold back but it was really a great dialogue um it was terrifying for me at first but I I was like I know who this person is I know Catherine like that's all I that's my job and that's it. So I can't like. It's even cool how you were mentioning earlier that you would journal um, while you were um, like in school, figuring out theater and everything. And that's like exactly what your character was like a journalist, uh, a reporter, 
And it's, it's cool that you had that connection. Yeah. I mean, that was like, so amateur. I was journaling like, um, you know, before bed or during the summer months between school, like, what do I want to do when I grow up? I I would love to try and go move to New York. I don't know. Um, but (laughs) it was totally different. Uh, I really, I, I sort of was, I, I was lost in terms of, um, what it would be like to be a journalist. I did have to look into that a lot. Um, but that's, that's the joy of telling a story based in truth or playing, um, a, a, a person that has a certain profession you aren't aware of. Um, because that's when we really get to learn more about other people. Um, so I really, I, I studied Nellie Bly a lot. Um, she was a journalist at the turn of the century, mm-hmm. a little bit older than Catherine was around 1899, but still <laughs> close. And um, mm-hmm. she, I just, and also the fact that um, Newsies is based on an actual event. So right. I had so much to pull from and mm-hmm. so much information. And I, you know, we watch the news all the time. We, we see, um, we see journalists, we see, uh, it's how we get our news. So, um, I, I did know for, uh, I did know a little bit, but also, um, for a moment I wanted to be, um, a newscaster. Really? <laughs> yeah. News anchor. <laughs> you have the um, voice for it. Oh no, I cannot do the sing songy thing that they do. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they all talk the same. It's like, I'm like, who teaches them? They must Seriously. have like a music professor that teaches <laughs> right. exactly how to talk. Um, <laughs> but I, that was something that I wanted to do. And then I also want to be a nutritionist and like, <laughs> but mostly hey, I wanted to be an actor. It, it worked out pretty well for you. Yeah, it did. And then the <laughs> thing, the joy is that like with, as well, when you're an actor, you get to pretend to be so many different kinds of professions. So it's right. kind of awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have three more quick questions to get through if that's all right. Yeah. Yeah. So, of course. so we're wondering if right now, if we put you on a stage, could you go through the entire Newsies show right now? Could I do it? No, yeah. no, I, no. It's been too no. long. Oh my God. No. So <laughs> first of all, mom brain is a real thing. <laughs> um, second of all, Kara brain, um, <laughs> But third, I really sort of, uh, I, I absorb the information I need for the moment. So I had just done Beautiful. That was the most recent show I did, I had okay. done. Um, so I have that script maybe still back there. Um, but it's been so <laughs> long since I've done Newsies. I did Wicked between then and also Beautiful. And then Kevin and I did these concerts in Epcot. So I have like, I don't think I could remember. <laughs> I really oh, that's, um... for the moment and then I put it aside because I know I don't need it. But the the amazing thing was um, because I when I left Newsies on Broadway, I thought, you know, that was it. I was de- so sad, but of course, like moving on to a new adventure. Um, but I... I thought that was it. So um, when I w- went back to film it, and I was looking through the script, I was like, oh yeah, okay. And then eventually, like after a few times, it would be in there. It's in there. So if maybe if I looked through the script for like an hour, sure. yeah, it would probably be there. It would probably be there. 
So not to, not to brag or anything, but I was Rolf in The Sound of Music in high school, and I remember saying, no one's out here, sir, in the graveyard. So um, yeah, <laughs> kind of a big shining moment right there. But you still um, got <laughs> um, So uh, we also wanted to ask, how did you and Jeremy perfect the New York accent? Oh, I didn't have one. Um, but Jeremy did. So, uh, they sort of base dialect on, um, accents on, uh, status. So because mm. very well educated, um, and rich, she most likely did not have an accent because she had to, in order to even be a journalist of any kind as a female, um, you'd have to be very well educated and speak in a way that people would take you seriously. So it was understood from our dialect coach that um, we, Catherine would not have an accent. Um, however, the Newsies, they're poor, not as educated because they didn't have, they probably didn't have access to it. Um, uh, so they were um, they had an, a very thick accent. Um, so that was a, another way to distinguish status. That's crazy. Um, yeah. That, yeah, that makes sense. That makes that's perfect like, sense. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, one other question, um, before we get to our last question. So how, how are you able to cry on command? I, I kind of noticed that you were able teared up a little bit. So are you able to what? cry on command? When did I cry on command? You like you teared up right at the uh, right at the end in um, I'm drawing a blank. Was it in the finale? Um, in once and for all. Wait, no, yeah, once and for all. No. Was now it we're just we're just all? making things up now. I'm sure. Yeah, now we're just. Throwing... But also, I've only seen it like twice. Um, I don't remember. Or maybe maybe probably something to believe in. Oh, maybe probably what I'm thinking of. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, I don't, I can't cry. Like if somebody's like, okay, cry. I'm like, oh, I don't know. I need a moment. Like, yeah, give me a um, feel. Yeah. I think. Uh, it's, a, it's like you and Jeremy were like looking in each other's eyes. And I noticed uh, from the camera angle, at least it was like you were tear. Yeah. You were tear. Probably. Actually, I do remember bit. that now. Um, I think that you know, the whole thing was nostalgia for me. So I felt, I think the whole time I was probably holding back tears, um, mm -hmm. itself changed my entire life. Um, and I think just like the gratitude and, um, being around those people again and hearing those songs again, um, and just being transported into that story again was like such a gift. Mm -hmm. And, um, and also I think, um, Jeremy is an amazing friend. He, so I, I keep telling the story and it's worth repeating over and over again because he said, I, he, so he got the call about Newsies, uh, first, obviously he's Jack Kelly, um, <laughs> about them doing, um, Disney film. And he called me after and he was like, listen, so I just got a call that they're going to make, um, Newsies stage version into a film. Um, I was like, oh, that's great. And uh, I was two years, three years out of Newsies. So I was like, right. great. I'm so happy for you. <laughs> He's like, well, I'm not going to do it. If I told him I'm not going to do it if you don't do it. Um, oh, and I was awesome. like, oh my God, 
very <laughs> sweet. That's very kind of you. Um, also, you should still do it regardless of whether they ask me. Um, but so I'll never know if um, Disney would have asked me anyway, or if it's because of what Jeremy said. I don't know. I have no idea. Um, but very, very kind of him. So I think like his loyalty too. I was just like really grateful that he did. He said that, and I think I don't know. I mean. Who knows? I have no idea if I would have done it if he had said not doing it without uh, Kara hmm. and That's also amazing. Ben and Andrew Kane Bolger. So, like having the people that he's so used to doing these scenes with, because it was such a short process, and especially for him because he was doing Supergirl, so he would film Supergirl and then fly to LA to film like some scenes for the day. And then fly back mm-hmm. to film Supergirl. So I think also for him, he needed to know his scene partners and he had lived in those scenes with us the most. So I think it was beneficial for him. It was probably, you know, he was like, well, it's for me, <laughs> you know, but also he, he has a heart. Um, so I think I was feeling like just grateful overall. I, I of course, like, I, I don't know. I, I could see Disney like they they like needed you. They need because you're you're right. you are her. So that's, oh, that's really sweet. I uh, mean, I, I they didn't. <laughs> we are replaceable. Um, but I'm grateful that um, I got to tell her story for the film. I I you know even when we filmed it, I had no idea what the the scope of what it would be. Um. And I think that's okay. It probably just would have made me really nervous. Um, but I, uh, yeah, I just, uh, yeah, it, it, it was, it's amazing. And I'm so, I, I feel like I just know her so deeply because I got to spend so much time creating her. Um, but also like now she's in the hands of so many other wonderful actors who are creating their own version of who Catherine is and it's unique to them. And that's what makes um, this business so awesome. Like there are so many different Glindas or Elphabas, but each sure. person tells story uniquely in their own way. So um, I'm just grateful that they trusted me to tell Catherine's story my way. Um, Cause that's, that's like a huge responsibility. Um, and I realized that like they, for, for the Broadway production itself, it was my Broadway debut. And for them to t- take a chance on me telling the story versus somebody else who's had a Broadway credit or whatever it may be. Um, sure. That's a big deal. So really I am is. grateful. Yeah. So one final question, and I've been excited to hear uh, what you had to say. Um, so how did it feel knowing that um, being the like strong and intelligent female lead in this show with all these men, how did it feel knowing that you were the inspiration to all these young women watching, like being told that they're not good enough and being told like they're not going to make it in the in a world and like we've progressed so far, but how does it feel knowing that you get to be that inspiration? Uh, it feels amazing. And <laughs> um, yeah, it just feels wild. And I think I need to hear it too. Like I'm also on the receiving end. Um, I can pretend to be this strong, fierce lady, <laughs> um, 
but I'm not quite that in life. And so I am one of those fans that needs to be, needs to hear Catherine's story. Um, and in like living in her words, in her, um, her strength, it does, uh, inspire strength in me. Um, but to know that like her story is inspiring young girls, um, just, it thrills me. I, I think, uh, uh, yeah, it's a, it's, it's something we need to hear and, um, an experience and hopefully, uh, infuse within ourselves and, you know, women, they, we've come a long way, um, over, uh, the many, many years, but we still have a ways to go. And I think, um, seeing Catherine stand up to these boys and stand up to rich men in, um, in power, um, is, is really empowering for all of us women who feel like we don't have a voice. Um, and she's a rich lady and still felt like <laughs> you didn't have a voice, you know? So, um, we do, and there's power in numbers and also power in uniting. And, um, I love I loved that, um, you know, her and the boys uniting for a common, uh, the common good and for justice. And um, I think that was incredibly powerful. And like all those kids out there, young girls, young boys, whatever, um, you are the future and you do have a say. And um, it's important what you say. So That's amazing that's truly <laughs> yeah, that's... truly amazing well i couldn't imagine a better way to wrap it up than that um <laughs> i i wanted to thank you and in the words of Catherine, thank you for being the ace of our sleeve um it was really <laughs> awesome having you here and um this was truly a once-in-a-lifetime experience so i'm i'm very happy oh, to be very much so. so sweet Thank you. Thank you guys for reaching out. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. This is awesome. Um, to our listeners, uh, we will see you on the next episode. And that's it. That's the show. <laughs> we'll talk to you all next time. Bye, everyone.